You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome. I'm thrilled to have you back for another episode of Pure Presence. There's never a shortage of information to share regarding the current energetic patterns and fun ways to play in this energy. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about Pure Presence. During this show, you'll be offered information and reminders of who you really are. You'll be offered these reminders through the words that you hear and in the silent spaces between the words. Each episode will address various topics, but all for the same purpose. The clear intention of pure presence is that you know for certain and experience the bigness of who you are. The last half-hour segment of each episode will consist of an energetic integration and balance session. In this segment, you'll hear vocal toning, light language, and other right brain techniques for the purpose of supporting your alignment to you. This process is used specifically to bypass the left brain's tendency to simply remind you of what you already know and to allow you to expand beyond your limited patterns. Most people tend to feel deeply connected to a bigger part of themselves at the completion of these sessions. For that reason, when we are complete, I will leave you with a few closing remarks about how to get more information about Pure Presence and my other work. If you would like to listen to this alignment but not participate in the energy work, just set your intention and it will be so. For those of you who have questions or comments, you can join me in the Awakening Zone chat room right after this episode. So welcome, everybody. Um, I don't know if you all are having the same feeling, but all I can say is finally, 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 it's um, this energy feels like finally, um, you know, we've been talking about turning this corner, about actually being able to feel the turn of this corner Um, in the physical realm, and all I have to say is finally, it feels like that that turn has occurred. So we've had a couple, you know, big things going on energetically um, over the last few days. You know, July 29th, we had that amazing kind of Star of David configuration in the cosmos, and that balance and I've been looking at that energetically over the last couple of days and can only assume that 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 balance is really what is supporting some of this this sensation anyway that there is a shift or a turn in the even in the physical body but for those of you who have um who also listen to pure presence all about the kids you've also heard me talking a little bit lately about this energy of of Lemurian love. And so, you know, we've talked about in the past about reconfiguring um, the, the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, really working with the alignment of those bodies so that the experience of all that you are can 
can be an experience that is available to you in those bodies. One of the things that, um, you know, both from hearing from the kids, but also looking at these general energetic, uh, these new energetic templates, if you will, the combination of this equal, um, not equal crossbar, this combination of this Star of David happening on July 29th, and the balance that it brought, the the balance, you know, literally of, to me it looked like almost a balance between the mental and the emotional body. It was as if the mental and the emotional body could truly go back to functioning um, much closer to one, functioning as one. And on top of that was laid some information about, you know, the conditions at the time of Lemuria and how those conditions were very unique for, um, they were very unique in that there was not a sense of separation um, at the time of Lemuria. We were in, we were embodied, we were connected to the physical, that physical granted was much less dense than it currently is, but nonetheless, it was a time and a space where we were capable of being connected um, to the physical body, kind of essence in form, if you will. And at that time also, the mental, the physical, mental, and emotional body ver- functioned very differently. In today's episode, I really wanted, I want to kind of take advantage of this balancing that we have just been through, you know, kind of on a mass scale with this Star of David. I want to kind of take advantage of that and really um, create a new level of stability, a new level of coherence in the physical, mental, and emotional body. And specifically, you know, we've talked about in the past about how the emotional body um, was really meant to work. And I kind of want to revisit that today. I want to revisit how the uh, mental, emotional, and physical bodies originally interfaced. And when I say originally, I mean as kind of as far back as that time of Lemuria. And the reason I want to go back as far as that time of Lemuria is because if we're in a configuration right now where we can return to this balance within the physical, mental, and emotional body. And if time and space are kind of irrelevant, you know, if in this now moment we have access to all of that, then as far as I can tell, why not bring a little bit of that Lemurian energy into this now moment? Why not really feel that balance of the physical and the mental and the emotional body as um, not just as if it was now, but actually inviting that energy into our space, allowing it to be our now. And as I'm kind of looking at these energetic patterns, this is what is exactly that looks like is possible. And 
that part is really exciting to me as well. I mean, it's exciting to me in referencing, you know, the kids and some of these very energetically sensitive kids that are kind of having challenges being here. But quite frankly, I mean, anybody who's listening to these episodes, you are one of those energetically sensitive kids. You may not have... um, your soul may not have the directive that some of these kids have. You might, your soul might have a directive toward integration or toward the balance of the physical and mental and emotional bodies so that you're constantly anchoring that energy here. And for that reason, you know, even a better opportunity or more of a reason to take advantage of this particular um, energetic climate. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So before we ever start, you know, let's just go ahead and call in this energy of this Star of David configuration. Let's invite it into our space and invite it into our field so that even as we have this conversation, we can begin to feel a balance. And whether you call that the balance of the masculine and feminine or you call it the balance of the left and the right hemispheres of the brain, the as above, so below, it really encompasses all of that. It holds an energetic template of balance. We also know when these bigger energetic templates of balance exist, um, it's a huge opportunity to get the physical, mental, and emotional body into also into a balance or into a structure that can really support us in moving forward. And as far as I can tell, that structure is, probably much more based in what we experienced at the time of Lemuria. And so at the time of Lemuria, the emotional body was really acted um, as energy in motion. I mean, truly the emotional body was not near as dense as it currently is. It was energy and motion. And that energy in motion served to um, it served to broadcast information back to all that is, back to source, however you'd like to see it. And so, in our um, in our delineation from source, you know, there was a, a delineation. There was not so much a separation at that time. So in our delineation, we experienced sensations on a very subtle level. And as we experienced those sensations at a subtle level, that kind of moved us into this energy in motion. And it was, I I imagine it, um, you know, when I look at this energetic pattern, I imagine it as, you know, a young child who experiences for something something for the first time and they just want to share it with you. They just want to tell you what it's like. They, you know, they ooh and they ah and it's ooh, it's so exciting and it's yummy and it's delicious and all these fun things naturally go back to 
the parent or to the adults in their environment sharing that information. Lemuria was not unlike that um, in that those emotion, those sensations that we each experienced in our delineation, they were kind of the oohs and the ahs. They were the wows and the um, and the curiosities, if you will. And that energy was all sent directly back to all that is so that all that is could experience itself and could know these variations and these delineations. And so... So in many ways, you can imagine that the emotional body, there wasn't really a a separate emotional body at that time, but we'll use that for the purposes of this conversation. The emotional body was, um, was broadcasting or sending outward, um, quote unquote, back to all that is information. And, you know, and in that delineation, there was kind of a unique experience or felt like a unique experience and also a collective experience. And also because of that, the mental body at the time of Lemuria really functioned more as a collective experience of love, a collective experience of connection to self, source, and all that is. And the mental and the physical body, in its lightness of being, really got to um, to experience that in a very tangible way. I can imagine um, vibrational frequencies of love moving through the physical body, nourishing the physical body, literally feeding the physical body in many ways, enlivening it. Um, allowing it to know truly to not just know but to be its purpose for being. It's everything set up at that time for this energy to be felt, body, mind, and spirit. Unfortunately, as we kind of decided that, you know, delineation wasn't quite enough that we might want to move into separation, we began to move into that degree of separation and further degrees of separation and more degrees of separation. And literally, even by about the time of Atlantis, the emotional body was no longer broadcasting back to source, back to all that is. It was no longer sending that information outward, if you will, it began to turn that emotional energy inward. And by that time, there was also enough of a separation occurring that the mental and the emotional body had completely separated. They had they began to function as two bodies. And we've talked about in the past that, you know, when the emotional and mental body were functioning as one, then these dimensional, subtle levels of energy, soul levels of energy, were able to come right through a merged mental and emotional body and be experienced in the physical body, such as at the time of Lemuria. But even by the time of Atlantis, now we're talking about separation. And, you know, we all say, we've all probably heard ourselves say at one time or another, that we feel 
you know, disconnected from source, so we feel disconnected from ourselves. What it looks like, based on this energetic pattern, is the only reason we feel disconnected from source or self is because this emotional body kind of switched its poles, if you will. It, it flipped um, on its head. It, it went from broadcasting outward to truly being energy in motion to be to broadcasting inward. As we began to broadcast that energy inward, we began to really empower the mental process. We began to empower the next level of density, if you will, which was the mental body. And so it's no wonder that the mental body thinks that it is the body. You know, no wonder it it believes and has all kinds of stories around how important it actually is. We've empowered it. You know, we've empowered it with our energy in motion. And so it also makes sense that as we direct that energy into the mental body and the mental body begins to create stories and begins to create ideas and and further degrees of separation, that with all of that empowerment in the given to the mental body and with the mental body's ability to create some type of illusionary story about um, about the emotion that it feels, about that energy in motion. Now it's not just pure energy in motion. Now it's energy in motion with um, a story attached to it or with parameters attached to it. It's no wonder that the physical body began to really solidify some of these stories. And so you can kind of see where I'm going with this, with this, template this energetic patterning the july 29th balance in all that is i mean literally imprinted um within all that is this opportunity to kind of flip this emotional body restructure the emotional body back to a more productive um emitting of energy has the repercussions of being able to, one, have us truly begin to feel like we are connected again, feel like we are connected to that source. We're broadcasting to all that is, if you will. And as you're broadcasting to all that is, all that is that is you feels that information. It becomes aware of itself. It becomes... um present with itself it becomes a loop if you will um it's knowledge of itself begetting more knowledge of itself as that happens we also draw our attention away from the mental process and kind of give this energy back focus that energy that energy in motion back where it belongs which is kind of in the in the higher dimensional realms of self. You know, I mean, clearly we are spiritual beings having a human experience, but also maybe obviously or not so obviously, that physical experience is literally just the tip of the iceberg in the vastness 
of these beings that we are. So, you know, even when I say, you know, as we kind of shift the energy and start broadcasting um, that emotional energy, that energy in motion, back to a place where it can actually be transmuted. I'm not talking about broadcasting all of your emotional woes and issues and thoughts and feelings out to the people in your environment. I don't mean, you know, telling them what you think of them and all that kind of stuff. I mean truly feeling the energy of emotion. So we all know that, you know, anger, rage, frustration, those energies, they're really powerful. I mean, that'll give you an idea of how much energy is being directed toward the mental body for the mental body to use as uh, as story-making energy, right? So, you know, you can, you can feel the sheer power. You can also sheer, feel the sheer power of love and awe and admiration and gratitude. I mean, there's, there's an underlying power in that, and it is energy. It is energy in motion. And as we feel the underlying current of that, and we offer that underlying current back out to kind of the dimensional realms, if you will, it has the ability to, especially if we'll feel it, there, there's a difference between thinking it and feeling it. But if we'll allow ourselves to feel the power of that, and if we will project, move outward that power into the higher dimensional realms, it has two really unique benefits. One, it empowers the higher aspects of all that is. It empowers the higher aspects of who we are. Two, as we kind of move that energy in that direction, those those um, more refined frequencies have the ability to nullify some of this energy that's carried with that power. So some of that energy that says this power is anger or this power is appreciation. Either way, that the energy doesn't care, right? What what does matter is that as we move it out into more subtle realms it literally is transmuted and some of the energy that we have given it through our mental process or or through kind of really wallowing in it in the emotional body it's also transmuted so that same degree of power you're now directing to higher aspects of who you are if that doesn't begin to change your awareness or your dynamic of who you are i don't know what else would because it's a very easy shift and yet it's even easier today as we have this conversation because there's so much balance available for body mind and spirit in this energetic climate so you know we've you've also probably heard me say one way or another that especially a lot of these energetically sensitive kids, they don't care how you feel. They care that you know how you feel. 
And this piece is really important because the feeling part, the feeling part is um, important. But if you know that feeling, if you're conscious of that feeling, then you can make a choice as to whether or not you want to send the power of that feeling out to all that is, or if you want to, um, or if you're still choosing to direct that energy inward. And it is as simple as a choice, especially in this energetic climate. So I think it's why it's so exciting that both we can have this conversation and we can set this new restructuring of the emotional body. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So again, one of the other byproducts of beginning to feel, beginning to feel this energy in motion, check in with the power of it, regardless of what your mind calls it, regardless of whether your mind says bad emotion or good emotion. Um, just the energy in motion. How powerful actually is that? And then do we now want to make a choice to direct that power to higher aspects of ourself versus the mental process? As we make that choice, we also kind of naturally and organically start to withdraw some of the empowerment, the power that we've given to this mental process. And you'll notice that the mental process doesn't always like that, but ultimately what it does like is it likes the return to the emotional body. It's like um, I see the mental body right now as, you know, as like a child that, you know, a child will say over and over again that that it does not want restrictions. It does not want boundaries. You know, the child will say, don't, kind of don't tie me down, don't, especially a teenage child. But But the truth is, is that they enjoy the feeling of being connected they enjoy the they enjoy knowing that they're part of something bigger than their isolated selves and so the mental mind is a little bit like this as well it's like a it's like a child that's been given too much power you know too much power too fast kind of thing and but as we direct that energy outward, we also very naturally kind of just bit by bit, you know, nothing too dramatic, just bit by bit, bring the mental body into a closer coherence with the emotional body. And as we bring it into a closer coherence with the emotional body, the mental body, even in its density, even in its kind of uh, fabricated or illusionary sense of self, begins to relax. It begins to feel comforted, if you will, by this merging. 
and it begins to stop fighting you to that end, as soon as that begins to happen, the physical body begins to lighten up. The physical body begins to heal. It begins to spontaneously create a lightness of being that allows things to be transmuted. Densities become become transmuted in this energy. But again, if we never get that that lightness of being moving in the right direction, if we never get that energy in motion going where it was intended to go so that we could move out of separation, if we don't choose that, then again the physical body is going to end up having to take on all of that density because ultimately the physical body is kind of like the last stop as far as energy, as far as the density of energy is concerned. And we can make it a whole lot more dense. We can make the mental body a whole lot more dense if we choose to continue to add that energy. Or we can flip this on its head and really begin to truly lighten up. Nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So what I'd like to do in this last 30 minutes of this episode is kind of take a look again from the vantage point of your collective consciousness. You know, your your higher selves, these these aspects of you know exactly what you need in order to reconfigure this. Those higher aspects of you know just what to do to overcome some of the limitations of the physical, mental, and emotional body as it currently stands. So again, just as a reminder, your collective consciousness is simply feeding that information um, to me in such a way that I can report it back to you, that I can I can share the direction that your collective consciousness has to give you regarding restructuring the men- physical, mental, and emotional body within this energetic template of balance, which is very much available to us. So um, let's kind of enjoy the ride and see where see where we go today. Okay. So if everybody will find themselves comfortable and someplace where you'll be undisturbed for about the next 25 minutes or so. And we're going to go back to a geometry that I've talked with you about before, but it's a really great foundation for anything that you're going to do in the physical, mental, and emotional body. So again, right in the physical body, from soul star to earth star, drawing a nice bar or line from soul star to earth star, and allowing 
that line also to move from outstretched palm to outstretched palm. Moving right through the center of the heart. All of this with the intention of creating vibrational balance in the body. Like you're creating a level of vibrational balance in the body so that the physical condition, the physical body can be receptive to some of the changes that can occur in this energetic template. So you're also going to want to create a line or a trajectory from an arm's length out in front of you to an arm's length out behind you. Again, right through the heart. And notice, are those planes, those horizontal and vertical planes, are they are they stable? Are they balanced? Let's get them into a nice structure of balance. Intending balance. So putting your attention right in the center of the heart where all of those lines intersect. for a moment to feel yourself in the body. There's energy and motion in the body. And with it being balanced for the moment, what does that feel like? What does that energy feel like? And would you like to inform all that is about that energy, about that balance? And if you would, on this tone, we're just going to, same tone, we're just going to go right back to the heart. And as you hear that tone, let it literally create balance, let it create stability, coherence, and let that reverberate on your intention out to all that is. You inform all that is. There's an awakening of sorts. It's almost like 
when the energy was staying in the body, directed in the body, felt in the body, not able to kind of get beyond that shelf of the mental body because the mental body kept telling a story and pushing it back to the physical body. When we truly intend to let it emanate all the way back out to all that is, informing all that is, it's like there's a natural waking up. There's a natural awareness of self, awareness of something bigger that's available. Okay. Beautiful. So now allowing yourself to see yourself standing in a sphere. And, you know, we call this the mental body, but in this case we could actually identify it as a sphere of your own higher consciousness. Your own higher consciousness exists within the mental body, within the neurological process even, within the mind, the collective mind. Yep, there we go. So, higher spheres of consciousness. And standing there and allowing yourself to command that into clarity like the the mental body can't make a choice to project this energy or to flow this energy back to all that is unless there's clarity right clarity of mind clarity within the mental body so let's create that clarity right in the mental body. Yes. States of higher consciousness merging with the mental body, merging with the neurological process, merging with the collective mind. So clarity throughout all fields, throughout all dimensions and realms related to the mental body. If you're seeing a kind of a discoloration of the mental body or static in the emotional body, anything along those lines, no no issue whatsoever. Just calling in a sphere of your own higher consciousness and allowing that sphere to collect up anything that doesn't really match the mental body's ability to begin to really reconnect with the emotional body. 
and just allow it to collect up anything. And for some of you, there's even there's like a network, a passageway. It's like a network of beliefs, thoughts, opinions that consciously or unconsciously just kind of don't know what to do with themselves. They're just embedded. And so, again, placing that energy in a sphere of your higher own higher consciousness which is basically the energy of all that is your expression of all that is here we go and instead of drifting that in the vastness of your being just allow that sphere to kind of remain present, to watch and to witness, so that it can also be kind of transcended or transmuted. And just move it out of your, just place it somewhere. You know, just move it out of the way just a bit so we can continue. So, Yeah, it's just for now. Okay. And allowing, going back to that sphere, which is the mental body, Enlivening that sphere, radiating through that sphere. And if you could take that sphere and place it right into the center of a star tetrahedron, or better to see it maybe right in the center of a star of David. Same thing. So seeing yourself in the physical, these equal crossbars with the sphere around you that is clear and coherent and intending that energy and motion move back to all that is, that that energy decrease separation versus increasing it, and allowing that energy to literally be broadcast out from the base of those triangles in the star tetrahedron out to the point, or from the center of that Star of David out to the points. So regardless of what emotion 
you're currently feeling, be it ease and grace or be it frustration. Feel the energy of it. Just feel it. It's almost like you're feeling it as current. And as you feel it as such, begin to move that current from that center out through those points. It's almost like you create a bit of a laser beam going right out through those points. Gently, naturally, organically, just informing informing all that is that you are energy in motion simultaneously reminding yourself that you are energy first that you are a delineation of all that is versus an absolute separation from all that is. So, so more tata kekia nenema teta o yuki o koeta ise sete tiki mate si ekia kioko moeta teta iesem. Beautiful. Whew. So let's take this right back to the core of your own heart. If I was to ask you, what's the energy in the heart? Not, not tell me a story about it. Simply feel it. Feeling the energy in the heart space. It might feel very still. It might feel like it's no thing. It might also feel like it is all things. Or some variation in between. So on this tone, again, we're going to create that space. Moving that energy out, those trajectories into the sphere, enhancing the clarity of the sphere, moving that sphere and its clarity right out through that star tetrahedron, kind of creating a radiance or a laser-like effect out into all that is. Just allowing yourself to, to feel it, experience the energy in motion. You're simply broadcasting to yourself all that is, the delineation of all that is, broadcasting to all that is, so that you can know yourself as all that is. So right into the heart. 
I <laughs> ah, <sighs> can already feel it. It's making me smile from ear to ear. And from this space, simply place your attention for a moment on that sphere that you placed all of the kind of debris of the mental body into, that sphere of your own higher consciousness. And allow the information in that sphere to simply be witness to, observe the radiance, the radiance of this energy moving outward, so to speak. You as radiance emanating versus collapsing. 
and can the energy within that sphere of your own higher consciousness simply feel that so my guess is that if we were to suggest that this sphere now begin to drift in the vastness of your being drift back to all that is so to speak be transmuted in that light in that love, in that energy, in motion, that it might be willing to do just that. Okay, yes, it is so. So just watching that sphere drift in the vastness of your being, And at some point, it'll kind of just move out of your perceptual reality. It'll move back into all that is transmuted. Transfigured. And even a deeper stillness. Beautiful. All right. Let's set this as so, this pattern of moving all this energy into radiance, into expansion, into informing All that is. Kokomoa tatekea da, so so moe kea kea kama tatekea se tatekea matatekea som. Ai. you've drifted a bit during this process, allowing these words to simply direct you back to now, directing you back to now, with all of these new structures in place, all of this new trajectory in place, just with ease and grace, it just is in your now and as you put your focus 
in the now, allowing yourself to find your breath. Just, you're literally, you're breathing this in. It's like in now, breathing it in. And allowing that breath to begin to move the body, wiggling fingers and toes, stretching arms and legs, rotating neck. Shrugging your shoulders. And right here, taking three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhalation, breathe your eyes open into now. Right into now. So I say into now instead of into a particular time-space reality simply because in this now, we do have access. We have access to all of it, access to all that is. Bring that right back with you. There you go. All right. Everybody back? Give yourself the, the the moment, the now, to feel that stability in the physical body. Feel the clarity in the mental body. Feel the emotional body as energy and motion, offering the, the sensations of that to all that is as a radiance. There you go. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. You've done some powerful work today, and over the coming days you'll begin to notice the effects of this alignment. Please notice what you notice and be easy on yourself as unproductive patterns are released and a fuller expression of your pure presence emerges. The effects of these sessions are cumulative, so please join me again on September 6th for another episode of Pure Presence. For those interested in energetically sensitive children and autism, you can join me on August 30th for Pure Presence All About the Kids. For more information about Pure Presence and my other work, you can visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. We have a new Awesomeism certification process beginning on September 16th. So please feel free to contact me directly through my website if interested. I provide free 20-minute consultations for those considering this certification. I'm also happy to inform you that Christine Day has made two very special transmissions available in the Awakening Zone Academy, Sacred Patterning of the Heart and Anchoring the Seeds of Living Principles. Both sessions will help you release and forgive the past while moving into self-love which is the key to remembering your divine humanity. You can register anytime before August 12th. Proceeds for this and other Awakening Zone Academy workshops 
go to keeping this network free of charge to us, your host, and to you. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone, join Miriam Knight at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time for the new Consciousness Review. Miriam's guest will be Dr. Stephen Bailey. They'll be discussing The Reluctant Healer. This is about the life and times of Dr. Ralph Weiss, the physician of Edgar Cayce. On Saturday at 4 p.m. Central Daylight Time is the Crimson Circle with host Jeff Hoppy with Adamus St. Germain Live. Thank you for being here today, and until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings. Consciousness.